What's up, everybody? This is Tea Connection Podcast with Mirella and Lori. I'm Lori. I'm Mirella. Hey, Mirella. guys. <laughs> um, we are sitting on two different continents where we, we are longtime real life friends, IRL as they say it. And um, we're stuck in this pandemic, not being able to hang out with each other. So we're doing weekly calls instead and sharing this uncensored conversation with you. Um, today, we're going to talk about the crazy world of online dating, because um, I know the two of us have got some uh, funny stories to share, and I want Mirella to start, because she's got a good one. No, online dating this day and age is like so, it's so crazy, right, to leave your house to meet a random stranger in a bar full of people. It looks like it's well, from another life, right? But yeah, <laughs> so I... I first started online dating with Tinder back in 2013 um, and it was like on and off until 2016 and I have I have to say unfortunately I have many bad stories of online dating I have the guy who I'm sure was a gay guy in the closet I have the story of the psycho who was married and was still dating me and oh god i hate that one yeah that one was because i was like i was falling for him but i'll, I'll leave this one to later but um i think a bad one was a guy that i met he was like super hip he had many tattoos he was like a photographer by the way i don't know how, how it is in new york but half of the people on tinder in the guys at least they are either photographers or video makers i don't know what goes on or maybe <laughs> maybe that's the sao paulo version of like they say that's what they are right because in new york everyone's like a music producer or or something like that like or an import export or something whatever you know what i mean yeah. there's always like people who have their hustle yeah. and you know i'm sure that's true for like about 30 percent of the people who say that you know <laughs> yeah but this guy was a photographer and uh he was cool, he had a motorcycle, and um, he wanted to go exclusive, like on the second date. And I wasn't doing much, and I have to say, like I have this monogamy beauty inside of me, and even when I'm, I was chatting with people on Tinder, I would focus on one guy. Like, I wouldn't be talking to many guys or having several dates scheduled. I would focus. So I was like, what would you do if two like really hot guys with really great personalities message you at the same time? Would you pick one? No, it never happened to me. <laughs> no, I guess I picked one. <laughs> I guess I would pick one. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then he wanted to go exclusive and I was like, I didn't say yes, but I didn't want to break up with him. So I like just whatever. But this guy was really weird. Like his ex-girlfriend was super old. She owned a newsstand and she was super psycho, super jealous of him. Um, How did she come into the picture? How did you know about her? He told me about her. But then one day I was, we went to his house and she was there. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. She was, she was very, oh, she was lovely to me, but she was super jealous of him. She was in his apartment? Yeah. She was like waiting for him. And you didn't run away? I did not because I didn't know it was his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, because she was like so old. I thought it was his mom. 
you, so there was like the random old woman in his place and you were like hi and you just like talked to her and didn't know yeah and crazy. then he told me yeah that was my ex ex-girlfriend and i was like oh okay did she still have a key no she was like outside she was waiting for him to get oh. home and i was with him she was lovely to and me you, but then you invite her in with you uh I mean, did you guys go into his place together? No, 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 no. I mean, I uh, I got in and they were talking outside. And then he was like, yeah, that's my ex-girlfriend. And she was lovely got to it. me. Okay. But then I think she gave him a hard time. And uh, he would call me in the middle of the night saying, oh, because you're not here, I'm going to snort cocaine. And it was like so bizarre to me. I was like, what is this guy doing? He was very intense. So our- what did you say when he said that? I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going, you know, <laughs> I'm, wow. I have work tomorrow. I'm going to, yeah, it was bad, but it was like, I've known this guy for two weeks. Like I cannot handle an addiction or whatever, but I was, I was still with yeah. him. And then after like three weeks, I broke up because it was too much. It was three weeks and so much happened. It was so I was exhausted all the time because he was like super jealous. He would meet my friends and then he were like, this friend of yours, he's in love with you or whatever. And I was like, I mean, you guys move fast in three weeks. You already introduced him to your friends too. That's, that's a big step, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, not really for me at the time. Like I was going out with my friends a lot to parties, to bars. So it was just, you know, I'm here with my friends. Just come over. It was not like, let's meet my friends, you know? Yeah. And my friends knew like they should they shouldn't get attached. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah I will say I, I I actually prefer hanging out with new guys with friends around because it's the more natural environment to be in. Yeah, exactly. But I actually prefer to be to see them with their friends than to bring them to see my friends. <laughs> yeah. That too. that too. Because then you can see them in their like natural environment and see how they treat people. Yeah. And like the real them comes out because they can't hide it around their boys. Yeah. But around your friends, they can pretend. You yeah. Know? The thing for me with online dating, uh, after being around a little bit, is that when you meet someone online, you meet like the perfect version of that person or what they want to be without a context or a background so that's a little hard i guess yeah i I will say like seeing you can learn so much about a guy just seeing him in the wild yeah exactly <laughs> you know in like for, for for 15 seconds i would take 15 seconds of being able to observe a man you know doing whatever he's doing working hanging out with his friends over like 15 hours of conversation on text message yeah so so yeah but i mean i also can't blame i mean when i think about you putting up with some crazy guy and his stalker ex-girlfriend and like i it's it's actually interesting how in the moment you see the crazy but maybe you're willing to like let it go one more so like like maybe you're you should give the person the benefit of the doubt or something yeah and then you just like let it go until it's like wow how did i get here this person needs to (laughs) yeah exactly this person needs to go and that's how people get into abusive relationships luckily at this time i was like yeah no i'm not but i have this i'm a very romantic person so i'm usually like yeah love conquers all 
but then like it's not love you know just let it go i mean i will i don't know if it's like this for you but for me there's a little bit of like well if the guy is like pursuing you hard enough and even is, is a little crazy it's a little bit of an ego boost like i'm not gonna lie right yeah so, like some of the one of the craziest guys like the what my kind of similar experience with that also went on for like three weeks or two weeks or something um and when i look back on it i'm like wow this like this guy could have been a killer or something i mean the guy was nuts and i don't know how i let it get so far except that he was very proactive you know in pursuing me and made it easier to say yes than no basically yeah exactly and so but what happened probably after the okay so I was living overseas at the time and I came back to New York for like a vacation and out of sheer boredom was just on like a dating sites. And this was before Tinder was big. This was like on OkCupid or something. Okay. Um, and I was talking to a, a bunch of guys like and very casually. No, no one was interesting, including this person. But he um, wanted to talk on the phone. And at that time and probably still now, he like guys did that because they wanted to make sure they weren't talking to catfish, you know. So I was like, yeah, sure, you can give me a call. And when he called me, he already sounded kind of nuts. He was like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I can't believe you you called, you know, you let me call you, whatever, whatever. And people don't know what I look like, I guess, because this is a podcast. But, like, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? It's it's He needed to relax. Yeah. He was a very extra. So yeah. he was like... He was like, you know, please, like, you have to meet up. I was like, I don't know. We'll talk about it. I'll see. I was like, I'm on vacation. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know how much time I'm going to have. Whatever, right? So I forgot about it. Um, we talked about some other things. We had a few things in common. But overall, he seemed, like, a little weird. Um, the next day, I happened to be in a part of New York, just, like, for work or something like that. And he called me um, and said, hey, I'm, like, in this place. And I was, like, around the same area in Midtown. And I was like, and he's like, do you want to come out and have a drink with me? And I was like, you know, what? I'm here, right? Like yeah. maybe this, you know, maybe, why not? I'll just go get a drink with this guy. Um, and then he said, I'm at a, <laughs> the place that he was at was a karaoke bar and karaoke is like my weakness. I know. You know this. So I was like, I mean, I'm not going to turn down karaoke, right? <laughs> so I go and meet up with him at this karaoke bar and it and actually I like have a lot of fun because, you know, we're singing, we're crazy. He, he's clearly like one of those people who's like a little crazy. Like he makes a big scene when he goes up on stage and he likes the attention and he he, he was a little weird and over the top. But we had fun and we hung out like a couple more days Um and then, you know, it just he started to just be very like, I've never felt like this for anyone before. Like saying all this kind of oh like God. very, very ex extreme things. But I also thought, you know, it's probably just game. You know what I mean? And it didn't matter anyway, because I was leaving. <laughs> I was like going back to I think I was living in Brazil at the time. I don't actually remember where I was, um, but it was just, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. So soon after that he starts you know saying that he wants to move to brazil what and yes and i was just like that makes no sense at all what are you even gonna do for like also it just doesn't make sense period right he's like oh i'm gonna learn portuguese um and then and he was and he was an amateur i don't even want to say too much about who who he was but he was like an amateur wrestler <laughs> and he was like why um he was like, why, why do you have to go to Brazil where there's no wrestling scene? Like, at least if you were moving to Mexico, that would be better. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, we've we've known each other for a week. You know, this is nuts. 
Um, and so I just said, you know what? Like, this is obviously like, you know, I had to cut it off and I was leaving anyway. But then once I left, he was calling me and leaving these messages on my Google voice account, like saying like that I broke his heart and I owed him closure. Oh my God. <laughs> and that when I went back to New York, I had to meet up with him and like have sex with him one more time. It was crazy shit. Oh my God. I can't even explain it. And actually during the time that I was dating him, date quote unquote dating him, like seeing him in New York, I remember there was one time where I even introduced him to my friend and my friend was just like, are you nuts? Why are you seeing this guy? This guy is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think when people are really into you really quickly, I hate that because it's not about us. It's just like about them. You're trying to fit me to feeling something that you have empty with you. You're trying to shove me to feel yes. something. And that's terrible. Yeah. And that's scary. And it's scary. I mean, it at is. the time, really scary. when I was online dating, I was braver than I am today, I think. Because we would go on dates with guys and... I don't know. I am... <laughs> I would be much more cautious today. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, but even before online dating, I think guys were... You know, you, you, you could just end up talking to a weirdo you know yeah exactly there was um there was a guy that actually for i went on literally one date with this guy like we went to the movies together okay and i was so young i was still in college and we it, it was just okay like we had an okay time and he he was just messaging me nonstop afterwards leaving voicemails because back then people would actually listen to voicemails um and he would um say these like Asian fetish things. Oh no! Like he said, uh, he he. So I stopped picking up his phone call because it was too much, and he would leave these long voicemails like, "Hey, I, you know, I'm dating a Japanese girl that lives in your area, and let me just." He he told me that he made her come twelve times. First of all, <laughs> like in one night. I clearly. <laughs> Well, he, th right. So first of all, he doesn't even know what a female orgasm is, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly. Um, it was just like completely inappropriate that he would say something like that to me. Actually, I remember now the reason why I wouldn't go on a second date with him. It's because I found out he lied about his age. Oh. And I was like, this is weird. You had no reason to lie about your age. I wouldn't have had a problem with it. It's not like he was, you know, secretly underage or secretly a senior citizen. I mean, he, he said he was four years older or four years younger than he was for absolutely no reason. Yeah. You know, so I anyway, just. <laughs> yeah i mean that's the, the thing and the like, thing about online dating is you you increase your exposure to people like that yeah and it's a platform that you know makes easier like they can be whoever they want to be or have any frustration that they had they can like just pretend it's not there i mean we do that too right we want to show our best self but there's a limit <laughs> So you, you mentioned uh, the other guy, too. What happened with the guy who was in a secret relationship? So um, we were dating for like four months, I guess. We traveled together. And uh, one day I got a call from his wife <laughs> in the morning. And she wrote me and she was like, oh, you have been talking to this guy. I just want you to know that he's my husband. We live together and 
And I was like, what? Because she thought he was only like chatting with girls online, but we were actually in a relationship. So we traveled together. And I remember when we traveled, like he did such a nice job packing his stuff. And I was like, oh my God, you're such a great packer. This suitcase looks flawless. And then what happened uh, when she sent me this message, like I called the number and I started talking to her. And for a while, we were obsessed with each other. Like we had the same initials, the same star sign, the same ascendant. And Mm -hmm. we started, you know, matching the facts. And actually she packed for him when he traveled with me because he said he wanted to travel alone to find himself he needed some alone time but he was traveling with me oh my god yeah. please tell please tell me she dumped him they did not she went back to him oh like no. she literally told me like you know i'm going to be with him and i was like no let's be friends i can introduce you to my friends but she was like oh no i'm old i'm never going to meet anyone but um that is tragic yeah it's not even the part where she stays with him it's more that she the reason that she's staying with him is her own insecurity yeah that was really sad you know um a a perfect ending to this story because actually and then we started matching all the information so we found out that for example she would send an article for him to read and he would send it to me he would recommend it to me or I would send him a song and he would recommend the song I sent him to this girl and then wait but how and you trace this back with her yeah we were like for a week we were obsessed going to the chat history going to the things that happened and uh, in fact I mean it would be amazing if we ended up together in the end (laughs) me and this girl (laughs) <laughs> that would be an amazing closure to this story but it would be yeah it didn't happen but we were like are you still cool with her um are you still cool with her no she when she told me they were going to get back together she was like oh i'm sorry but we can't be friends because i'm you know i'm going back with him and i was like no no that's okay i mean whatever <laughs> but um they broke up recently and he wrote me, oh, okay. like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, really? Wow. I really saved his name in my phone as don't believe his lies. So I don't forget. Wow, he's, he's, a, he's a psycho. He was a psycho, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, cheating happens and, and stuff like that. But this, he just sounds like a very manipulative person. Yeah. And... It's just unbelievable. And then and then he would go through all that and then think he still had a chance with you. Yeah. It's also kind of nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. That wow. was that was the end of online dating for me. Oh really? So you think you'll if you ever were single again, you'd never do it? I don't think so. Because I also think when I see friends doing it today, it changed a lot. Like, people go online dating as if they are playing, playing Candy Crush, you know? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good analogy. I think that it does. It makes you feel like people are more disposable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, and, and also, actually, what I see is that people are... People are... It's like, it's like people have lost the, the, 
what it feels like to actually connect to other human beings. Yeah. Because the last time that I did online date, um, I remember, you know, I went into like a super open mind um, because I sort of, you know, (laughs) had trained low expectations or whatever. But also I just thought, you know what? Most people are not going to be somebody that I want to date, but I'm never going to really know unless I go with an open mind, meet them and think at the very least, maybe this person could be a friend, you know, just be, be be nice and open. And I actually met, I think a few people that I was just like, wow, surprisingly, like I had a great time with this person. I don't want to date them, but you know, like I, I, I feel like I had a great conversation and, and it was weird because it was like, uh, it's almost like shocking to people sometimes when you ask them personal questions now. Yeah. Do you, I don't know if you feel that, but I do this and I'm just the type of person where like, I don't really have verbal boundaries. Like you can ask me whatever you want and I have a right to say no, mm-hmm. but because I feel that way, I also feel I can ask another person whatever they want. And I think when I do that, sometimes it's, it's shocking. And then people feel more vulnerable or whatever. And then you have like a stronger you know to me it's not a strong connection it's just like having a conversation but people don't have those conversations anymore so now they're just like wow that was amazing you know like what an amazing date we had this great conversation (laughs) and like i mean we just had a regular (laughs) conversation so but but i but i see that that's like getting lost i mean people go out i think they maybe make small talk or just you know I, i i don't really know yeah um but but it is sad but I will say like online dating for people who are, you know, too busy to or have no other way to meet other people. I can see why it's still it's still good to have it. Yeah. No, I think I mean, like any tool, it has this the positives and negatives. I met I met really nice people uh, online. I had a boyfriend that I met online that is amazing. I know people who had like who, who now have Tinder babies and they're super happy um but i think that the platform and you know the way it is like meeting someone without a context i think it leaves room for many unmatched expectations for people who are pretending to be something that they are not and look this is not as i said this is not we all do that right but some people that really go beyond the acceptable like saying that they are single when they are not or i don't know well i also feel like people approach i actually never really liked the the institution of dating because i think people approach it as like how do i catch the best person that i can yeah and so the whole misrepresentation like i don't see a point of misrepresenting myself to a person that i might want to date because it just means that there's a longer period of time before they actually get to know me. I would rather they just know who I am. And if they don't like me, that's fine. I'll just like keep keep it moving. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like people are like and I was interviewed by this this woman who is a, a like a dating coach before. And interesting. Her question to me was like, how do guys get a girl like you? And I'm like, this is a really I just can't I don't agree with this question. They shouldn't be trying to get a girl like me. They should be trying to get a girl that they like who likes them back. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's not like, oh, how do you, what kind of clothes should you wear? How do you talk? Like, you know, just get to know, figure out what you want. People don't know what they want anymore. That's the saddest part. Yeah. 
And I think, and I, you know, when you were saying that there's the, the, <laughs> that crazy guy's girlfriend or now ex-girlfriend, I think it's sad that like she is afraid to be alone. She would rather be with that guy than be by herself. Yeah, that's really sad. But yeah. yeah. And also the thing with online dating is that, you know, there's a lot of online dating, right? There are people who just want to spend a fun night with someone. There are people who are just looking for sex, people who are looking for relationships. And uh, somehow, I, I don't know, I, I know there are other platforms that have a better uh, matching tool for that. But on Tinder, for example, everyone is there. And I don't know. I think, and even then, people lie. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 and I, I would hate the beginning of the conversations. Like, oh my God, what do you do? How old are you? Where do you live? I would hate that. So, um, I would really be drawn to guys who were started talking about something completely random. Yeah. Yeah, and then, or if you start talking about something completely random and they can keep going, that's chemistry, you yeah. know? There was, um, there was this one date that I went on once, and I kid you not, the guy whipped out a laptop while we were at the bar, and he said it was because he had to do some work, and then he kept apologizing. I, said, I, said, I was like, listen, I, I also, you know, I'm very serious about my job, so go ahead, it's fine, Do send your email. And he's like, thanks. And then while he's on his computer, he starts reading off of a website and asking me these weird questions. Like, what is the first word that comes to your mind when you think of a waterfall? What's your favorite color? Like really random oh. questions. He had like, and a, I, after. But it was like scripted. He was reading the questions online. He was reading off of a quiz, like a personality quiz. What? I mean, and I realized it after the third weird question. And I was also giving him a hard time. I wasn't just answering them. I mean, I should set this up. I'm not usually mean on dates, but the, the whole thing went off on a bad foot because he made a lot of strange comments leading up to that. And I think I was already like unhappy with myself that I showed up. You know, I was like not liking this guy at all. And maybe he did this because he could see that the date was crashing and burning. So he after by the third question, I was like, are you reading this off of a website? And he's like, yeah, I Googled things to ask a pretty girl. I was like, oh, what? man, this is such a bat. <laughs> Dude, at least I mean, he was obviously joking. But oh, I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it was so bad. And then it, actually the thing that the thing that kind of made me angry at myself for even showing up is that um, when he was initially planning the date, he he said he was like, oh, do you want to come uptown? Because um, he lives like in Harlem and that's not convenient for me. So I said, how about we meet in Midtown? Cause it's like the same distance from both of us. And he's like, well, I don't know any bars there. And I was like, I know a few, so I can suggest something. And he's like, well, usually when I pay for things, I expect to be the one to pick them. Oh no. He actually said that to me. And I was like, uh, who said that you were going to pay for it? First of all. Yeah. That's a deal. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I should have just never talked to him again. And I actually stopped messaging him. Yeah. And it was like a few days later, he resurfaced and he was like, oh, never mind. I, I mean, I think the bar you picked was probably be great. Would probably be great. Just like send me the address. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just said no. But I went on a date with a guy 
um, I don't remember if I met him online of, or if it was through friends. But either way, he spent the whole, we went to a bar to have a beer. He spent the whole day talking about Queens of the Stone Age. He was like <laughs> the biggest fan. And, and I mean, respect for Queens of the Stone Age. But, you know, like he was talking about it and, and how he was investing in Bitcoins. And then at the end, he was like, oh, this was really fun. Let's do this again. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I liked hearing at the time talk. I was like yeah sure but then I stopped answering him and and that's the thing like how can you not notice that it was terrible come on yeah yeah I mean I, I kind of respect that the dude has like a hobby but if you're talking to someone and they're clearly not into it you you know yeah. you gotta pick up on the signs you know yeah Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, so that's the thing. I mean, there are weird people everywhere, but I think online dating is a catalyzer. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I, I think we, it's like I would close off the this sort of like conversation with the idea that like online dating, you're, it's not more convenient. I think that's the big lie. Yeah. The big lie of online dating is like, oh, you got all these people in your pocket, you know, like you can... Like whenever you feel like meeting someone, you don't have to like get dressed and go out to a bar and have uncomfortable conversations with people. But you're not actually saving time. You're just having uncomf more uncomfortable conversations with people that you probably never would have met because you don't like the same things. You don't go to the same places, you know? Yeah. If you go to a bar, you're already, you're already eliminating like 70% of the crazy people that you would never get along with yeah. because you're going to a place in, in a neighborhood that those the other people in the bar obviously hang out there already yeah you know they they probably like the same music and the same beer as you or something you know what i mean you have some stuff in common before you even talk to each other yeah. but with online dating you're just like there's a pretty face let me go on a whole date with them <laughs> so. yeah you're you're like trying to fish with a big net and then you just get crap <laughs> yeah and or you you might you might get something great but you have to get through a lot of crap yeah, before you find it exactly <laughs> yeah so i agree it's not convenient it doesn't save time yeah and I, you know it's it's not even to say that any of the guys that we talked about are terrible people <laughs> we just were not the people for them yeah exactly. yeah although actually a couple of your guys definitely sounded like terrible people <laughs> yeah but maybe i don't know maybe it was an episode let's give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> Okay, we can be nice and say that. Yeah. So at the end of every episode, we want to do something fun, which is pull a tarot card for us and everyone. And by the way, we're not like professionals at this. We don't know anything about it. But um, it's but the cool thing about tarot is that you have lots of references and you can think about what the thing represents to you um, and, and how it's relevant in your life. So... Do you want to do it from your deck, maybe? Yes, I have my deck here. So I'm going to pass the cards and then you say stop. Okay, can we do that? Okay, sure. Okay, so wait. Okay. I love the sound effects of you shuffling the cards. Right. Okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> so we have the king of wands. Let's see what this means. 
because we have a book here. King of Wands. While while you're looking it up, uh, the you know with tarot cards, I kind of think that's fun to use it as journal prompts. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know? So like, because obviously, like, I don't know anything about tarot except what some of my former colleagues used to tell me. But um, but I think that the interpretation can be interesting. It's like a lot of um, it's like good advice from basically. Right. Yeah. So so I use it. And the thing is, it could apply in any way. You can interpret it anyhow. Right. And I and I just try to use that as a as a starting point for writing about whatever happened to me that day. So. We got the King of Wands. Let's see. So the King of Wands is everything a leader should be. Strong, powerful, ambitious, and experienced. So here's one uh, piece of advice for the online daters there. So decisive is one thing. Impulsive and hasty is another. That kind of weakness comes across as ineffective and makes for a poor role model. The kitten will only be king once he has matured and worked to become dependable and trustworthy. It mentions a kitten, a kitten because it is a cat tarot deck. <laughs> so yeah, guys, let's mature and work to become dependable and trustworthy before going out and dating. Is it, tell, tell me the name of the card again. I want to see if there's other stuff about it. It's the King of Wands. My cat is actually super crazy. Oh, of wands. Wands. Got it. So this afternoon, I yawned really loudly. And my cat got terrified and he's still terrified at me. That's hilarious. Did I send you um, the video of <laughs> of a cat that likes to be wrapped inside of a sock? No, but I want to see it. I need to see it. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's actually because of my friendship with you that I get all the cat stuff on my algorithm. Oh, like they just push random cat things to me. Yeah. Like I, I somehow I read an article about how cats respond to human pheromones the same way they respond to catnip. And that's why they like like smelly clothing or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, well, that wraps up our. I actually feel like we only just barely scratched the surface of our online story, so we'll probably yeah. have to revisit this, this, uh, this topic again. Um, but we will also be, you know, leaving a line open on Anchor, the app. So if anybody has their own online stories to share, online dating stories, you guys can leave a message for us there. Please share. Um, it'll be the, yes, the information will be in the show notes. And then if we get enough interesting stories, we will do another episode on this, I guess. Amazing. So send us our stories. Yes. The horror one and the good <laughs> ones, because we need those. Yeah, that's true. We need a little uplifting stuff these days, especially, oh, you know what I want to know? I want to know how people are doing this during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I did see a story on, I think Vice, but I think it was going around, but there was a guy who met uh, this, this couple who met each other on a rooftop in Brooklyn during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the guy like flew uh, his number on a drone 
to the other rooftop to talk to the girl. Oh. And they started dating. It was this really, really cute story. That's adorable. Um, and it turned out it was fake. Oh, no. Of course, right? Yeah. Just like everything is... <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I will, I'll also leave a link to that in the show notes too. And I'll send it to you, Mirella. Yeah, because right now when you get like, I mean, in the pandemic from dating to getting married, it's like a small step. I know people who were yeah. dating for like a month and then they were quarantining together. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 And they were saying in the beginning that it was leading to a lot of people wanting to get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah okay all right so we will see you guys again next week when we do this again see you guys <laughs> bye <laughs>